What's up, guys? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's completely free. Not only is it free, but there are also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, they'll be able to distribute your podcast for you on all the famous platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If you guys are creatives and want to get after it, I highly suggest using Anchor. Dude, on top of other cars. How is that possible? It must have been a very, it must have been like, you know how we were driving on the freeway on the way here? Cars were pretty close to each other. Yeah. So it was probably like one or two cars. Is that a, oh, that is a freeway. It's the I-64. Yeah, though. one or two cars swerved into each other. Damn it. And then it just started a train reaction of fuckers. Have we already been recording? Um, for the past... 30 seconds, yeah. All right, that's what I figured. I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to make sure that's where we were at in this moment. Yeah. Mm. How would you even react if you were a part of that? A 64 or a 69 car pileup? Like, you're in the back. Yeah. You're in the back, and then you see the train... The train? The chain reaction actually happening. I like the train reaction. Well, (laughs) no, I'd just be thinking about, like, you know, am I really the worst hit, you know? Let's, let's check out the other 68 cars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I. Well, where are you at in that accident, in your mind? Like, are you going to be towards the front, so you're just getting 68 other people ramming behind you? You're getting F-150s on top of oh, you. Oh, dude, everything. for days, <laughs> or for minutes in that instance, just getting rammed by somebody's F-350. <laughs> oh, that would be terrible. Yeah, well... Um... And we're back. We're back. With another episode. Episode another three, episode. baby. It's episode three. Yeah. Welcome back. You keep track of episode numbers, I don't. I will from here on out. Oh, I should yeah. add that to the notes page. Excellent. Just so that we're on top of everything. And just so everybody knows, we literally have a blanket teepee <laughs> constructed just for this episode. Oh, yeah. We haven't made it to the studio space yet. So for now, the bedroom is the studio space. We got exactly. tripods with cameras. Hey, hey, feel free to let us know how it sounds. Because Seriously, yeah, though, curious. please. Yeah, we need some feedback on this one, ladies and gentlemen, because this really didn't take a lot of work to do. It's very easy, but I'm going to bitch about it anyway. It's a pain in the ass just trying to balance everything, <laughs> making sure it all works in the end yeah. of the day. And it looks fascinating from my perspective. It does kind of look like we have a teepee set up in the middle of his bedroom. It kind of feels like I'm back in kindergarten. Hey, as long make, as it works, man. It's seriously, though. Well, uh... Interesting enough, we were actually just talking about the, the 69 car pileup in Virginia. Nearly 70, yes. Nearly 70. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> you go first, buddy. Well, where do we begin? I, I just have questions <laughs> off the bat. I mean, for instance, how the hell does a 69 car pileup even happen on the highway? I mean, it looks like a small highway, to be fair, like three lane closed. It looks like they're on a bridge at that point. It did also look like there were... Slippery conditions. I wouldn't know. I don't know what the temperature is. I feel like the road. Yeah, I don't know either. Do you know the? Do you know the? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know the weather in Virginia? (laughs) I mean, uh, yeah, could be slippery conditions. They seem dry though. But the thing is, is just like how do you not like? 
who just keeps going? You know, that's like, you're talking like... That's why I think, like, they're in such a tight space going at, like, 70 to 80 miles per hour. Like, yeah. We've been in those yeah. scenarios. Like, one one bad move, then two, three, four, and then before you know it, yeah. half of the freeway Imagine is Imagine being the first dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> you are the first fuck-up out of oh, everyone no. in the group. <laughs> and how much do you oh, want to no. bet that it started with a text? That's true. Seriously, though. And it was probably something stupid like, or, you, you buy know, me 20 piece because I get You know what it probably was? It was probably somebody on fucking TikTok, and then they're, like, looking at some dude eating chicken. <laughs> some Indian, like, bodybuilder dude just fucking <laughs> munching on some naan. And some, <laughs> oh my God. some chicken, you know? And then they just look up, and they're in the back of a, a trailer. And then all the, the next thing they know, they have a fuck ton of F-150s just ramming them from behind. God, dude. <laughs> You know, what it, you know what it reminds me of? What? Have you seen the um, the video of the Boring Company tunnel under L.A.? Yeah. Working for the first time? Mm-hmm. So basically, you just... I think it only works with Teslas right now because it goes into autopilot. But it, like, drives your car through this tunnel at, like, a buck 20 or a buck 30. Whoa. One-lane tunnel. You know, it's really hard for you to mess up because the car's an autopilot. Yeah, yeah, of course. But all I'm thinking is, what if they expand to more, more lanes? Imagine how big a fuck-up that would be. Like, if Elon... Is Elon going to keep just doing new lanes, but it's one lane stacked on top of each other? So you're going to be, like, a thousand feet deep on lane fucking 40? Because you got the shit end of the deal? That's how I understood it, at least. That's what I thought it was going to be. But if he's turning it into, like, multi-lane highways under the ground... They're all going to intersect somewhere to get out. Will they? I thought there was going to be like a an elevator system. Like you would just you pop on and then it lifts you up to the surface. But then, are you really saving time? I don't know. That's it's gonna the take point. them a long time to build. Cars. Yeah, everything would come out like sequentially though. It'd be like one after the other. So I feel mm. like that's more still more efficient than like a traditional highway. Yeah. Just just think about it like the hydroponic system of traffic. The hydroponics. Do you want to elaborate on that one for us, Mister Big Words? <laughs> well, as far as I'm, con- as far as I know, they utilize vertical farming to save water, to be more efficient when it comes to um, creating plants or food, I guess. But I don't know. Did I make? Did I get the right word? You're close. You're close. What's the right word? For hydroponics, the only reason they grow vertically is because they can. They don't need. Uh, they don't need to grow vertically. They don't need to, but they do because it's more, you know, space efficient. Mm-hmm. You use less real estate. I mean, like, think about it. When you're on a farm, it's kind of one dimensional in terms of your growing capability. Yeah. But if you have a fake sun over every single plant in the form of an LED, mm-hmm. you can go up because you just have the sun above it all the time. So you can basically turn a skyscraper into the equivalent of a farm. Or probably more than a farm could produce, because it produces at higher and faster uh, quantities. Which is going to be our ne- next business adventure. Yes. I see, I see. Yes, catch us for the 2 a.m. vertical farming. <laughs> <laughs> vertical hydroponic center. Hitting you with the dankest of uh, <laughs> foliage. Some oh, yeah. good foliage. <laughs> Got some nice romaine, E. coli free, coming your way. <laughs> I went to Panera to try to get a salad a couple weeks back, and I couldn't. F- they denied me access. Wait, wait, wait. What? Who the fuck goes to Panera for a salad? What do you mean? Who? Why would you go to Panera for a salad? Because they got good salads. You don't get you don't get a bread bowl. No. 
Shame on you. No, because I don't need fucking tooth. I don't need my daily calorie intake from one fucking soup bowl. Oh <laughs> this is the health guy talking. Yeah, yep, seriously. <laughs> the health guy is asking why I'm getting a salad. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Anything for the gains. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, uh, I wanted to actually introduce the world of subscriptions. Um, Subscriptions. In latest news, please oh. do. Coca Cola just dropped their oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> twenty drink a month uh, subscription for one small fee, and um, yeah, Coca Cola. Wait, they actually have more than ten drinks available. So from what I've learned, from what I've gathered, you pay. I think it's ten bucks a month, and over the course of X amount of months, they're going to ship you twenty different beverages. And each one's going to be a new flavor for them. Each month. Yes. And what's interesting to me is they're basically getting a focus group together, but they're, you know, putting it under the guise of being, like, exclusive. <laughs> yeah, they They're like, mention- oh, yeah, if you pay the exclusive fee, like, you get to try these unknown flavors. And I'm like, dude, they're just yeah. testing shit on you because they yeah. want to know what works in the market. Yeah, and you're paying. Yeah. <laughs> they, they should be paying you for this information. Literally. They only mentioned a thousand people get it, right? Uh, I have no idea. I think it was the first thousand customers. God. But still, man, just the whole subscription thing. Like, even if you were getting Coca-Cola <laughs> right at your door, like... Here's can... here's what's shocking to me. Not only is it... Not only um, that people still drink this stuff, mm-hmm. okay, but also the idea that people are such fanatics of it that they will go out of their way to pay for a subscription for more of it. But it's not the one they know and love. It's things that people haven't tried before. Okay. That's where it gets weird to me. That's mm. basically like you going in um, to a focus group, like traditionally, like let's say Apple yeah. hits you up and they're like, hey, uh, come in. We're going to ask you questions for an hour. We'll give you 20 bucks, whatever. Cool. Go in. They show you some new products. They're like, would, it, would you like a feature like this or that? Like, mm-hmm. For example, I guarantee you the dark mode feature came out of focus group testing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it just makes sense. Like, yeah. I want a dark mode forever. I'm sure you want a dark mode, and I'm yeah. sure you did, too. Absolutely. Yeah. It saves your eyes, like, from a ton of stress. Like, and it's, I feel like it saves your screen battery. I don't know. Probably just talking shit. Who, I don't know this. You know what? <laughs> yeah, but... Guess the flavors. Throw out some flavors out there. Um, what do you think they combined? Bacon uh, vanilla. Oh, my oh my Lord. That actually could be one. Like, yeah, 100%, man. This is America. I feel like they're, like they're going to try to... They're, like, doing millennial-ass flavors. Like, yeah. I feel like coconut's going to be mixed in with one of them yeah. at some point. Yeah. Like, like, they have to take inspiration from Jewel. Ooh. They maple. Have to. <laughs> they have to. Man. God, dude. There's going to be a peach flavor. Mango. Or mango, mango. Sorry. The no, mango no. pod. What is it? Coca-Cola? Yeah, Coca-Cola. The mango pod Coke. It should just be the mango can. The mango <laughs> can. And they add a sprinkle of nicotine on there, too. They have they have a Virginia tobacco. Oh, <laughs> Why? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, okay? Real cigarettes have yeah. sugar in them, so I wouldn't be surprised. Do they? Yeah, white sugar. I don't know. I don't. I don't. You know, so I'm going to I'm gonna have to fact check you on that so one. So go ahead. White, you're saying it's white sugar? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's what's addicting. Well, not not the whole reason why, but not the whole reason why, but it's it's part of it. Yeah. Oh no, my god. I mean, it was only the sugar this whole time. Like honestly, if you've tried not having sugar for like just three days, is all I ask for. Yeah. You'll go insane. You'll realize how much sugar is in the foods that you never thought would have sugar. People get headaches from it. People or from the withdrawal. People. Uh, 
they just feel like shit in general. Yeah. Every cigarette contains half a teaspoonful of sugar. Are What's you good? You know serious? what? I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean any disrespect. I am correct like, on this end. Well, excuse my language, but damn. Smokers and diabetics are unaware of the sugar in smokes undermining their health. Bruh. Dang. That's, that's very interesting. It's amazing how far these companies will go to, to create addictive products. I wonder how much flavor that adds to it. Because, yeah. like, if you're in Vegas and you walk around and, and, like, you're in a casino, all it smells like is cigarettes in there. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't smell like caramel. No. Like, it doesn't smell like burnt sugar, you no, know? It smells like burnt ash. Yeah, it smells <laughs> like a cigarette. I've been to a casino once and will never go back because of that smell. Is that the one that you went to with me? The, I think it was. The Indian casino? Yeah. yeah. I think what, what you're talking about is, is the stench of the carpets, man. Honestly? That, that shit just... Man. You're right. Yeah. It, it just gets locked yeah, in it there. It gets locked in there, into the fibers, and it's just annoying. You can really smell it. The fun part about Vegas for me, or one fun thing about Vegas for me, is like uh, when you walk around, mm-hmm. you could definitely tell how nice a hotel is based off of how much it smells like cigarettes. Hmm. Like, if you go into the Bellagio or the Palazzo, yeah. like, it kind of has more of, like, a vanilla-y hotel smell, Yeah. you know? But if you go over to, like, Harrah's or, like, <laughs> Circus Circus, <laughs> it's, it's just like, a hot box it's of just cigarette the, smoke. It's just the smell of cigarettes and freaking all the drugs under the sun. Oh, just, yeah. Like, just accumulating into that poor carpet that they only change out once a decade. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, I woke up this morning to my mom watching The Wolf of Wall Street, and it was the Kuntosh part. Oh, God. I found it so hilarious that my mom was What time that. was that at in the morning? Like, nine. <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street, nine in the morning. It's pretty early, man. Hey, you got your, got your eggs, and you got some titties on screen. <laughs> I think it's two more hours till the market closes, no? <laughs> <laughs> You've got your eggs, your morning cup of joe, and your quaaludes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he do like cocaine in the morning, uh, quaaludes at lunch for his back, and then like, uh, what what was it? Um, what's the one that you inject into you? Morphine to mellow him out, or no, morphine just because it's awesome. <laughs> Dude, his his business partner was choking. He was already high on quaaludes, and then he took an absurd amount of cocaine to get him out, out like out of that high, to save his friend's life. Wow. And apparently that's a real thing. Yeah. I hope yeah. that's a real thing. That's that would just be medically fascinating. Like if you were super if a rapper was like unbelievably leaned out, mm-hmm. like to the point where I'm not saying let's not say they're blacking out, but they're like maybe three or four sips away from that, you know? Yeah. Like if they snort coke, will they just kinda wake up and then probably you know, die once their body you realizes know, what's die. happening. But like, you think they'd be fine for probably thirty seconds before? This is why we needed medical guests on the show for my dumbass questions. Yeah. <laughs> well, for all of I our mean, collective dumbass questions, <laughs> we need a medical professional. <laughs> I think it just depends on heavy. How much of a user they are? Yeah. Like, what's their tolerance? Exactly. How long? Like, let's say twenty-one Savage. I imagine he's been pretty leaned out. I feel like he's cleaned up a lot in the past year or so. Yeah. yeah. But, like, let's say back in the... Or better yet, Lil Wayne, like, back in the heyday. <laughs> like, when he was just... When he was crazy, Like, really yeah. fucking going for it. I mean, he was probably doing that as it was, though. I mean, I'm pretty sure they do get some medical advice of some sort to know their limit, first of all. I don't even think they do. I don't do. think they do. Dude, but, like, think about it, man. Why would they... Like, I don't think they really care. 
they spend their money on stupid shit. They don't yeah. have financial advisors. Yeah. I'm not going to think... I don't really think that they have medical advisors. I mean, <laughs> they'd have to be pretty... They'd have to value their health pretty... Uh, yeah, seriously. I think I just like to think that a lot of people are scared of death more than they're not. You yeah. Know. True. So, yeah. But I feel like rappers are doing these drugs to escape from shit, so they don't really care about the limit. Yeah. Per se. It's more like, let's do so much that that black out, and then we'll wake up the next day and yeah. maybe do it again. Must be, a, <laughs> must be a weird thought process, to be honest. Right? I just gotta be a little uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Kind of a scary place to be. But. Yeah. Just pushing the limit. Speaking of pushing the limits... Mm -hmm. I have to recover from my pelvic injury. Oh, oh God. God damn. And keep in mind, the pelvis is pretty damn important when it comes to running and sprinting. Oh, yeah. More than you would think. Yeah. 100%. Even sleeping, bro. Mm. Yeah, for real. Like That's dude, why I keep a pillow in between my legs. I yeah, sleep same. on my side, so. Same. Dude, <laughs> when I get sick um, and, like, I don't walk around for a long time or work out, like, I'll get up and go do a little walk around outside my neighborhood. Like, I'll do three or four laps of the block. Mm-hmm. And my freaking lower abdomen is almost like on fire. Like it's it's ridiculous how much mm. you use your lower abdomen just for movement and being alive. Yeah, just day to day movement. Yeah, seriously. And that's crazy, man. You have um, you have a game coming up, don't you? Well, I mean, I play I play games uh, every once in a while now. But actually, I told him this news. Mm -hmm. um, I was trialing for or I was trying out for a professional team. Yeah. So it's technically technically a trial. Um, the first day I did well. I felt like I did well. So the same with the second day. Mm -hmm. um, but the first day I felt down. I felt like, oh, you know, I wasn't being recognized for how good I was. All that jazz. Mm -hmm. And then the second day after I finished, one of the coaches comes up to me. Mm -hmm. And he's like, we'll definitely give you a call back. So then oh, I was, dude. Oh, shit. The first half an hour <laughs> after, after I received that news, I was, like, I didn't even believe it. It was surreal. Yeah. You know, to be able to work so hard for something, mm -hmm. blood, sweat, and tears, and then, you know, to be able to to be recognized for it at least. Yeah. I think very that's least. very important for people. It's very important. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Keep it up, bro. Well, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. But I'm committed. That's good, man. As long as you love it. <clears throat> yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I have a question for two of you. Sure. Please. It's a deep question. Indict us. Already. Indict us. What drives... Well, first of all, you. What drives you to create? Well, um, actually, multiple things. So, I am a visual learner, and I've known that about myself since I was very young. Mm -hmm. And um, seeing all these colors on screen, and uh, the way things were filmed, and the, the way the way the looks are achieved, just always caught my attention. The aesthetics? The aesthetics, the kind of just like the color matching, you know, the, you know, everything down from wardrobe to, you know, the scene color. Uh, mm. And, you know, thinking about what the process was before even starting to begin to think about filming this, you know, it gets you to really think deep about, um, you know, the processes and the things that are necessary for you to um, kind of just prepare yourself to film these things you know what I mean so it's it's a, it's a deeper it's kind of a deeper thought than just looking at it at the screen so what age did that start <sighs> um these are the things I'm I mean honestly about. around <clears throat> nine or ten um I was I was a huge like movie geek 
Mm. You know, I would always like. There's just I would like different things about movies besides story. Same, dude. Yeah, I, I used to geek out about everything with movies. And but I continue. Just, yeah, collect all the VHSs, the posters, like all that stuff, and it, like whether you're gonna hang it or not, it's just like I had them, so I was just like. You'd pick yeah. up all the little subtle things that <laughs> other know, people don't pick score. up. Score. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then from there, it was just kind of like I started noticing, you know, when when scenes would cut. Um, mm-hmm how the audio would either play a role or not play a role, and whether if it was a visual cut or if it was an audio cut, you know? Because everything just seemed so smooth and just uh, just so vibrant to the eyes. And it was just, you know, I fell in love with the, the teal and orange look for a while. Mm. And, you know, the little <laughs> blue look. And then um, even the red look. That's you know? so fascinating. And, each, and then you start to realize that, like, these colors kind of just give you another feeling, you know, depending on the color. So if it was like a very yellowy, orangey look, you would just feel heartfelt and just warm and mm. fuzzy, you know? If it was red, you'd feel like, you know, something bad's about to happen. And it was just, you would get your heart racing, things like that. Yeah. So um, it was just very interesting to me, and I just loved exploring that side. And, you know, there came a day where my uncle gave me his camera, because I used to live in Doha. Mm. and uh, it's very boring, but, you know, he handed me down a camera and said, uh, you know, you can borrow this if you want, if you want. and I was like, eh. We'll what see what it's about. The camera? No, what am I going to do with the camera, you know? Oh, not even, okay. And then, uh, you know, two weeks go by, and I'm like, you know, the camera's still sitting there, you know? Just pull it out, take a few pictures here, take little, uh, you know, pictures of my little baby brother. It's not wild how it starts. And then I was like, whoa, these things are crazy, man. These images are insane. Yeah. And uh, it started from there. And then um, I actually gathered all my cousins and we made a little short film. (laughs) It was not a great film at all. Once we get the website up and rolling, we should post that to it. Yeah, I'll post it. We'll post it in like five years. (laughs) I won't post it. (laughs) Only the real fans will know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, why not? You know, you guys can see my shitty work along with my great work. Oh, you were a kid. Come on, man. I I was learning. It was was fun. You know, we try to implement like um, just action scenes and things like that. It's just. Mm. Really shitty done. A lot of a lot of uh, fake hits. Yeah, (laughs) swinging the wrong way and reacting the other way. (laughs) Terrible (laughs) acting. You know, some angles were great. Some angles were complete crap. You know, lighting, overexposure, like that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, it it got you to just like trust the process, learn the process, and just Mm. you know have fun with it, and just yeah, it's what I love, and it's the only thing I see myself doing, honestly. Besides this podcast, of course. Yeah, definitely. How about you, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> this is a quick transition. Um, for me? Yeah. One of the coolest things for me is connection. More specifically, the impact that you have on somebody else and like how that draws them to you. Or more specifically, to the thing that you made. For instance, one of the coolest videos on YouTube, in my opinion... And I'm not even, like, a huge, huge fan of their music. I like some of their stuff. Like, their album, Day at the Races, kicks a lot of ass. It's Queen, by the way. Mm. Oh. Band Queen. It's, um... They're playing... They're playing uh, Bohemian Rhapsody live. And towards the end of the song, like, the very end of the song, when um, everything slows down, it's just Freddie Mercury on piano again. Yeah. And he's do- saying that nothing really matters to me. Like, right as he's about to start singing that, he stops. And, like, the whole audience is just screaming it. Wow. 
it's one of the coolest videos on YouTube because like he it looks like he's about to start crying like yeah. mid thing. That, I mean, that have, just you talking about it is a huge impact to me. Yeah. yeah. Like having that lyric, like nothing really matters to me. That probably had a lot of weight to him. Just having everybody shout it and they feel something different. Like everybody has their own opinion on that. Yeah. Everybody's got a different feeling. Everybody's screaming it with all that emotion that they bring or that the song brings to them. Just throwing it right back at him. Wow. And he gets to feel all that on stage. Yeah, man. Didn't you one mention that when uh, we went to Joshua? Like, you literally changed the whole vibe of the room with how he played guitar. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you kind of, like, with music, more specifically, you set, like, a precedent for the feeling in the room. Yeah. I know that sounds really stupid. Like, obviously, yeah, you're filling the space with your sound, literally. But, I mean, people's emotions, if they don't like it, they're going to start to get irritated. The atmosphere is going to turn a little bit more hostile, mm -hmm. not as friendly. But if you're playing something that everybody's kind of agreeing with, vibing with, grooving a little bit, it's getting loose in the room. Oh, yeah. Your sound's loosening everybody up. Everyone's having a good time talking. Like, that's a good feeling. It is. If everybody can have fun based off of something that you're providing to them. Yeah. It's very, it's a good feeling. Yeah. And the feeling of appreciation that people bring. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. Like, that's it's, very... It's like a mutual understanding of what you're, you're hearing, too. You yeah. Know? All right, it might mean my favorite part too, or another favorite thing for me is like, the when, if I make a song, and then I show it to somebody else, and they have a completely different emotional reaction to it, or just reaction, whatever they're feeling, mm -hmm. that's cool, because mm -hmm. it's art. Like it's looking at it's like looking at a painting, but just with sound, and like you can have a different opinion on it. That's fine, but I appreciate like the other perspectives. That's very true. It's and fun for me. And that's what you, I like. If you relate to that to film that's a huge section of film I feel like that's 80% of film seriously <laughs> and just depending on how you you can change it a millisecond it will make a huge difference on the scene you know what I mean yeah um, yeah so I completely understand that view um, of how important sound is yeah like for how like for film like you were talking about if you mess up like for instance when you're watching Star Wars mm -hmm. if that lightsaber didn't make the yeah. When it came out, you wouldn't believe it. Yeah. You'd be like, that's not fucking real. But yeah. when you're in that movie theater and you hear the yeah. of them like slapping together, oh, that yeah. is one of the most magical moments. You're yeah. just like, like you turn yeah. into a little kid just watching yeah. freaking Luke Skywalker or what, what's the new girl's name? Ray? I don't know and I Rose? don't care. Huh? Is it Rose? No, Rose is the, um, the girl that everybody got mad at oh, from yeah. the last oh, movie. Shit. Why? Dude, it's not even her fault. What's funny is, like, all these people are going after this Rose girl. She was, like, a new character. She was hitting on, um... What's that actor's name? The, uh... Is it... No, not Poe. The Poe's the pilot. It's the guy that was the droid. I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, I can't... Yeah, whatever. Whatever yeah. his name was. Like, he was getting hit on by the Rose chick. Mm -hmm. And everybody just went after her. Like, once the movie came out, they're getting mad at her. They're like, your character sucks, and this and that, and all this shit. And I'm like, she didn't even write it. Yeah. Like, Relax, she just man. she just got a check. That's all she's doing. People are looking for, for an enemy. They're looking for an enemy. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, someone to blame. That's yeah. what annoys me the most about a lot of people these days. You're literally looking for something to get mad, and you're just making a big deal out of nothing. It's yeah. something to do, because nobody will remember this shit down the line. Yeah. Like, almost nobody remembered that that Rose chick got so brutally slammed on yeah. Twitter she deleted her account yeah and you know what I think that's one of the problems it's just like people have that different mindset on Twitter yeah isn't it weird right 
Like, why do you like, have to go after that there's person? There's a lot of people I know where they're, like, the like the kindest people on Earth. And then you mm-hmm. look at their tweets and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, man? I know. Like... Luckily, luckily, I know a lot of cool people on Twitter. Yeah, so well, there, yeah. there's a there's a there's a balance to it, a yin yeah. and yang. That's great, but, but um, I'm I'm talking about like close people, like I'm oh, talking yeah, about yeah. people I grew up with, things like that. And I'm just like, yo, are you faking your relationship with me, or are you Probably faking would. your relationship it's on Twitter? Different side. You know what I mean? Like it's just a completely different side. Yeah. To now, and now I'm, all of your friends are listening. Like, was yeah. it me? Was well, it, like, how does he know? Like, <laughs> wait a second, you're not savage, you know? Like, <laughs> I've known you my entire life, but I don't know. Twitter just brings that side of people out, I guess. And it's I ugly. mean, I I don't hate it. It's funny. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, it it's very it interesting to me, especially when you combine it with anonymous accounts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Granted, that's where it gets you can really do the weird. Same thing with Instagram, but Twitter has a special thing cuz you can just like talk shit all day. And you'll scroll through people's timelines. It'll 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 just be like shit talk all day. Oh yeah. What's funnier to me too is like we'll scroll through people's pages of them talking shit too. Mm-hmm. Like we won't agree with it, but we'll still scroll through laughing our asses off about like what they said. Like that's so savage, bro. Like we <laughs> feed like we feed the machine. Like oh, it's totally sure. our fault. Yeah, I mean we're just liking and retweeting that shit. And like, mm-hmm. You know, some of it is funny, and some of it is mostly reactions from other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, not gonna lie, there's there's a way to do mean comedy properly. Mm-hmm. Like, you can just be a dick online and then say it was a joke, bro. Yeah. Like you can't handle the joke. Like, and that's yeah. that's not a realistic way to approach a situation or an answer. Yeah. You know, like if you're gonna be a dick, like just. It, Admit that you're being an asshole. Yeah, you know that's just like if you're trying to be funny, try to be funny. Don't try to be a dick. Yeah, <laughs> be a glorious asshole. Like at least. Chris D'Elia does it really well. He's really good at doing you know? that. Like he made fucking uh, New Mexico news with the the whole Albuquerque thing. Oh my god! Did he really? Yeah, that that was that was gold, man. What specifically did he talk shit about them on? He was talking about Albuquerque, quirky, quirky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was saying how. Um, some other city was like, um, it was shit, but it wasn't as shitty as Albuquerque. Mm. And then uh, the people of Albuquerque were shit, and like the crowd was shit. Like it was something like something oh, along did those he, lines. Did he pull but, a Bill Burr in Philadelphia? Do you know? About oh that? yeah, I know what you're talking about. When he was like, "Fuck all of you." Yeah, Bill yeah. Burr for like 15 minutes. He was at this comedy festival that they were booing like really well-known names in comedy off stage. Like I yeah. think. I think Tracy Morgan was there that night, and he just literally said, all right, later, like halfway through his set, dip. Yeah. And then um, Bill Burr went up there, and it was like a comedy show in the middle of the day, mm-hmm. and like people were throwing footballs and were hammered and shit. Like, it was a weird vibe, he said on this podcast. Hmm. And then he goes out there, and he just like, you know, 10 minutes, in, 15 minutes into a show or whatever, he just says, Fuck this. Yeah. And He's then like, he just starts going. All right, you motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> we got 15 minutes. I got 15 minutes left. You know what? Fuck all He just you. roasts everyone. He sacks his shit. Oh, my yeah, God. Like all that kind of stuff. I'm like. Dude, he's he was roasting them for so long, he ran out of things to roast them on. Yeah. That's why I love them. He That's started talking out of his ass at the end. I was like, okay. <laughs> this is still funny, but, like, all right, like, I get it. Like, dude, you, know? you need to leave before you get Yeah. No. No. Oh, I got 15 minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the new video of what's the what's the YouTube uh, account's name? Kurzigasat. How do you say that? Kurzig Kurzigast Kurzigsgast Kurzigsgast. Maybe. They had a they had an episode on how it's feasibly possible to move the entire solar system to a new area in the universe. I was watching. I was sorry. I was listening to that on the way here. 
It is really fascinating. Yeah, it's unbelievably fascinating. Basically, they're taking a... Um, I don't know if you're aware of this. What's the what's the term for it where you can make a sun into a solar power or a solar generator? Something like, engine? Is that it? I'm trying to remember. But basically, there's a way that you can turn an entire sun into a generator. Like, we'd have to be a type 3 civilization in order to do that. But we can actually, like build an entire shell around a sun yeah. and generate like ungodly amounts of electricity from it feasible by, within the laws of physics okay yeah and by um us doing that a guy who works for the show or i think so yeah a guy who works for the show kurzig's guest came up with an idea for like a um a propulsion system that takes the energy from the sun and it would be fast enough to outrun a supernova what the Okay. Yeah. I was, I was basically, like, what? <laughs> in layman's terms, it basically involves capturing the energy from the sun, shooting a laser or a laser beam at the sun so that the thing doesn't crash into it, and then from there, it harnesses the energy to move in whatever direction you want. Damn. It's it's just mind blowing. Yeah, that is mind blowing, and uh, it seems like it is within the physics. Yeah, but what did well, you say? Like type three civilization? Something like that. What type are we in type one? We're not even type one, dude. Yeah, yeah we're we're, we're too low. By the way, uh, the type one civilization. I think that was brought up by Carl Sagan. Was it? I'd have to. Do I'm gonna double check that in just a minute. But the whole idea is um, your generate or your civilization is based off of how much electricity you generate and utilize. Yeah. So, type one civilization has you know. A ridiculous amount of power even by today's standards type 2 is even more insane and then type 3 is just unbelievable like. but why would we aspire to something like that we're too busy arguing about Donald Trump and <laughs> okay. fucking so, other the Kardashev scale is a method of measuring civilization's level of technical technological advancement based on the amount of energy they're they are able to use yes mm. whoa so I yeah the measure was proposed by Soviet astronomer Nikolai Kardashev. Of course he was Soviet. Of course. So, Soviets how are close are we to being type 1? I think we're like a point three four or point four civilization type civilization. What the... F okay. Like in terms yeah. of like... That goes to show you. And like, and that's with like... We're primitive. I'm thinking of Elon Musk. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Our boy Elon! But even then, point... Three. No, there is a lot of work to do. Yeah. There's so much work to do, and we're, yeah. we're just focused on dumb shit, to be honest. Yeah. And that whole energy from the sun thing is type three. Just give that a thought for a second. Yeah. Literally yeah. utilizing an entire sun <laughs> as, your, as wow. your generator. And here's what amazed me, too. We're using, like, billions of, um, what is it, billions of units of energy or something from the sun, and that's not even a fraction. It doesn't even, it doesn't even make a... Dent oh God, in no. the sun. No, no, dude. Crystal no. reference. Oh yes. my God. My God. Well, you know, in California, I think um, all new buildings that ha that are constructed have to have solar panels on them. Mm -hmm. Like it's mandated in yeah. California, which makes a lot of fucking are sense. Saying, are you saying houses or cars? But, um, houses. Houses. Buildings. Yeah. Houses. Um, you know, industrial buildings, stuff like that. Like they have, if they're new, they have to have solar panels built onto them. Which makes a lot of fucking sense. I don't know why we didn't implement that like ten years duh, ago. Duh, common yeah. sense. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, you got companies coming up like Solar City and all these like other little small ass um, yeah. solar companies just trying to push that shit out. 
but it's about time. It did make sense. Yeah. yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, look at Tesla. I gotta give I gotta give Elon Tusk some <laughs> some props um, with the new Tesla house thing that he's got going, where like you can generate electricity with the walls, and what? yeah, and every all the roof tiles yeah. are uh, solar panels, which makes it's just fucking genius. Yeah, it is. Like, how has nobody made that yet? Yeah, I mean, you're not losing anything. No, honestly. In fact, you're just making a better house. Yeah, you're gaining. <laughs> yeah. At a certain point. Technology advances so much that it becomes it's indistinguishable from magic. Straight up. Straight up. Yeah, it's just Zay, Zay d- tuning in with some, some deep shit. I can see that. That he, some, that he heard in a movie. Some deep thoughts, and that was actually a quote. Yeah, that whole scale. I don't know who by, though. I know. I'm trying to remember what from. That whole scale actually kind of just uh, reminds me of um, the ancient Egyptians and how technologically advanced they were. Their time. Have you heard of the theory of the uh, pyramid being a giant electrical conductor? We're going deep. We're going deep Are you right serious? now. Serious? Yeah. Well, okay. Like a lot Explain. of the um. So the I don't even remember what it was for. Mm-hmm. I was watching Ancient Alien or yeah, Ancient Aliens with my dad. Yeah. And I know it's like I know I know. By the way, it's <laughs> on Netflix. Alien. But yeah. Is it actually on Netflix? Yeah, That's how was. all great. Oh, I'm gonna have to give paternal it relationships are formed. <laughs> My dad. That's what my dad and I bond over is ancient astro, ancient aliens. That's glorious. Every time I hear ancient astronaut theorists suggest that, <laughs> I lose my mind. I think it's the funniest thing. I love it. But like, there's a whole theory of how. Um, I think I forget whose pyramid it was. It might have been Tutankhamun. I I don't know, but mm-hmm. the biggest one, whichever one, yeah. was used as an electrical conductor. What for? I don't really know. Yeah. But, like, if you look at the inside of the walls and, like, the actual rocks that are used to build the the pyramids, like, it has channels that are meant to push, like, what could theoretically be electricity, like, across the walls and then up to the tip. So it's some kind of metal. No, it's a... a it's a rock that's actually able to conduct electricity. (laughs) It's fucking nuts. And that's part of the reason why they... Did they have the gold cap... Originally, I think they did. Yeah, okay. that's where the they get so many rocks. <laughs> Dude, it just it, the whole thing just boggles your mind. To I, yeah, seriously. But the the most interesting thing to me was that how they went about building such a huge thing, and not only one but three of them. Just moving all, the shit. Dude, there's a yeah, ton dude, of just them. Moving. But just not even that, man. Just mathematically, how they were able to align every point mm-hmm. with the exact star above it was just insane. I don't think it has anything to do with aliens. I just think that... No, no. I don't think... Uh, I'm not saying it's aliens. I'm just saying that's the show I was watching. Ancient aliens. That brought it up. I just think we we discount um, the intelligence of past generations. Oh, we totally do. Are you kidding me? 100%. 100%. Like, there's a whole whole new theory with Egypt that that Egypt just has cities built on top of cities on top of cities. Like, apparently, civilization restarted a couple times in Egypt. Like, they died out and then they fucking came back. And it's like, we, oh, why is there a Cairo and then a new Cairo? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy stuff. Yeah. That show brings up a lot of interesting things, though. Oh, yeah. If you just want to look at, like, if you want to watch a show where even if you don't believe aliens are real or any of the shit, I know it's, like, really far-fetched, some of the shit they do, but there's a couple episodes in there where they just show interesting history things. That make yeah. you think. Or geog- <laughs> like geographic things. You're like, I had no idea that was a, like a thing. Yeah, I remember throwing 60% of the shit I heard on there just out the window. Yeah, <laughs> some of it, a lot of it is just a bunch of dudes like, aliens? Yeah. It is a fact? 
Maybe that alien <laughs> aliens had some form of intervention, or our ancestors had intervention with some form of extraterrestrial terrestrial okay. life. Right. Okay, listen. If there was if there was a time period that you would like to go back to, oh Jesus, any time period, what would it be? Hmm. I am gonna go, I'm going to choose the Jurassic period, just out of principle, just because I like dinosaurs. I that would be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. I'd, I'd like to know how long you'd survive, though. <laughs> I honestly wouldn't want to go back. Five minutes. <laughs> and this is like, this is me just being a pussy. Mm -hmm. But like, I wouldn't want to go back because of the giant ass insects. Like, they didn't have as much CO2 back in the air, so insects were like as big as you. Do you mean some the car sized dragonflies? Yeah. What the fuck is that? Yeah, you know, like, fuck that, dude. A flap yeah. of their wings would probably push you over. Yeah. Imagine the tarantulas and fucking oh spiders. Oh my god, no, thank you. I don't want to. Some erect. Some arachnoids. Some erects. <laughs> my god. No, I, I. Not too sure to be honest, because I'm looking at it from an aesthetic point of view. Mm. But which era would be the most what of a vibe? Mind. <laughs> what a creative mind. Yeah. Um, I mean, I really like the 1920s, but then you got all these diseases and people dying. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> I mean, you're going to get that anytime. Yeah. Really. You'd probably just want to go back to the, no, if you go to the twenties and you're in like a city, depending on where you're at, it actually probably wouldn't be that bad. Yeah. Well, cool. like you could for sure cruise Paris in the twenties. I feel like it was just easier. Well, no, the thing is I'm thinking about it from a, a now standpoint. So, you know, I would implement all these, like, business ideas and things. So, so this is, like, <laughs> like post-World War... Yeah, don't think about it like that. Like, like you can't like establish a, a business. Mind, um, no lottery just winning. Just as an observer. Like yeah, Honestly, just as an observer. Dude, I would go back to the 40s, 20s, 50s, that, mm. you know, anywhere around there. Just because it was just kind of, like... It was different, man. It was very simple back then. It was very, very simple. And... Um... You either had power or you didn't have power. That's it. That was, mm. it was, yeah. You know, your options that's, were very limited. Really yeah. And it was just... Yeah, I don't know. It, you, simple is the right word. You, yeah. That that would be your choice. That would be your choice. Yeah. I get that. I'm kind of... but I'm so torn between, like, his answer and these two other ones I came up with. Like some two absurd ones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what are and you? one And one of the two is kind of multiple things, but I'll explain. Um, the first one, I'll just be, like, simple with it. Mm -hmm. Ancient Egypt. Ooh. Yeah, I don't blame you. I want to go back and see if there was some crazy shit actually, like, going down. Yeah. Like, was there really a time where aliens popped in and gave us some shit? Because, like, I feel like the Egyptians figured out irrigation way too fucking easily. Mm-hmm. Especially for being in the middle of the desert. Yeah, man. And you're they, talking ancient times. Yeah, they that's... had to understand the physics of how water moves. Like, that's that's crazy for people that yeah. still work with fucking, like, copper. And copper tools were the yeah. big rage. Yeah. <laughs> but um, other than that, um, I would like to go back in history and see the world's most famous, like, histor or religious figures. Not because I'm religious... Just because I want to see if the stories are shit. 
Mm. Like, I want to go back and see Jesus do the walking on water thing. Yeah. And I'm wondering if it was really just him walking on ice. You're just betting. <laughs> you're, you're there betting with the guy next to you. Dude, I don't want to go back to visit Jesus just to be, like, around his presence, just to feel the, the energy. But but that's what that's what I'm saying, yeah. is does he have the energy or was it just a guy yeah. that was saying shit? Mm. I mean... That's where that's where the religious people. That's where belief comes in. Yeah, yeah. stuff. But because um, I've seen a lot of homeless dudes on the side on the side of the street street scream their Jesus. Whoa. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And back in the day, they wouldn't have really had a reason to tell him he's not right. Dude, that if homeless you... that homeless guy who snuck up on you in uh, a <laughs> he's pizza the shit up. <laughs> almost Jesus, bro. <laughs> No, he's that. not Jesus. He's a ninja. I don't Dude, even know where he the came thing from. is, I saw him for at least thirty seconds before he saw him. Wow! And I did. I had no awareness that he did not know he was there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he tells me that he just ye- what did he yell? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then the next moment, he just normally asks. Yeah, for perfect slides. English yeah. immediately afterward. You fucking karate stanced. <laughs> yeah, he looked like a modern day version of Jesus. I'll it's like, dude, why are you in the horse stance? Why are you? Uh, uh, Jesus, you scared the shit out of me. All I hear from the right is, God! Uh, God! Like, it's not even a word, man. At least oh. yell, give me a slice or something. But it's like, you got a spare slice. And it's like, sir, this is where you build a custom pizza. Yeah. We don't do single <laughs> slices. Do your fucking research, man. <laughs> do your research. <laughs> Good, not man. to shit on homeless people, but yeah. I just find it. No, funny. no, 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 no. That, that, we're not. That was funny. We're not shitting on. We're just. It was a funny interaction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. That was great. Yeah, man. Well, I think that's it for this episode. How long yeah. has it been? I don't know. That's what I'm worried about. It's been about forty something minutes. That's about. Right. That's yeah. about right. Yeah, I'd yeah. say that's a safe conclusion. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to episode three. And, uh, stay tuned and uh, stay follow t- my Twitter. Yeah, stay tuned. Follow us at uh, the 2AM podcast on Instagram. Yes. Uh, catch us soon on MySpace. We're going to be <laughs> one of the last functioning accounts on the oh, platform. Yeah. LinkedIn can go fuck itself because it's useless. <laughs> but, but anyways. Hey, but that being said, go check out all of our LinkedIn pages. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because uh, they might not be useless. It just depends. But. Yeah. Uh, We're out for this episode. All right. Adios. Peace. Peace. Yeah, we're good. And then you just got it. Mind if I see the squelch, good sir? I felt like that was very good. It was very smooth. You just toss it. I might be a little burnt. All right. I need to grab the juice from the car. I think I.